Y'all, I was not planning on podcasting tonight. This is not my normal day that I podcast. And I actually had um, a different podcast planned out for this week with a guest. And I don't know, that one still might go up this week. I, I don't know. I really don't know. But I just felt like I needed to share this like tonight, right now. I don't know. My brain just started going and the Lord just started speaking. So I was like, okay, let me just like write it all down. And I wrote it all down. And I was like, I think I need to like say something about this. I don't know. It's just so weird because I was reading in the word before. And normally when I'm spending my time with Jesus, like if he gives me a word, it kind of has to do with maybe what I was reading or like praying about whatever. Um, but it just was not. It was a completely different direction. So I don't know. I was like reading and then I like took a break to go eat and I was eating and I was just like reflecting. So I've been reading in First Samuel and I was reading, I was watching a video um, to kind of break that down and just like, I don't know, I just love really like unpacking the word and like really trying to like understand it and study it. So I'll watch like videos of like people's takes on it or like what they pulled out of it, um, whatever. So I was watching a video, but I'm watching this video and my mind is just like elsewhere. And I started thinking about ministry and kind of what that looks like. And I think that this is so crazy because I said this the other day. I don't know. I just never really pictured myself doing ministry, like full-time ministry. And growing up, like that was something that my sister was like from a pretty young age. She kind of knew she was just going into like full-time ministry and whatever that looked like. And I was like, that's cool. And I know that people definitely do that, but that's just like not going to be my life. Um, I don't know. That's just like not going to be me because I think growing up in church, I pictured careers going only two ways. One, you could work you know, for a church and that's what you do for like a living. Like if you're getting paid off of it, if you're preaching or going into missions, whatever, if you're working directly like with a church or an organization, then that's one and that's ministry. And then you're either doing that or you're going into the workplace, you know, whether that's corporate America, whatever that is, owning your own business, whatever. And you're called to be a light in that workplace. So it's not like direct ministry, but like obviously you should still be sharing the gospel in your workplace as well. I think ministry just looks so much bigger than what we think it looks like. And I'll even just speak for myself. Really, the Lord's been shaping what ministry actually looks like for me. And as I stepped into the season of my life here in Pittsburgh and like different areas I've had to serve and different opportunities I've been given, I'm like, oh, I could see myself doing this for my life. Like, I want to do this. Like, I want to be a part of this. Like, I, oh, wait, like, I actually kind of want to like do ministry full time. And I think growing up, I kind of, again, just put it into a box of like ministry looks like street evangelism. Ministry looks like pastoring. Ministry looks like even worship leading or ministry looks like going overseas. And I was like, I don't know, like none of those really like sound like appealing to me. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I kind of saw it as I think I, growing up, I looked at ministry not as something as I would enjoy doing, but something that I would do out of like obligation or obedience. Like I was like, okay, well, if like the Lord does call me into full time ministry, like I'll do it because he wants me to do it, but I'm not going to do it because I'm excited to do it or want to do it or like doing it. I'm just going to do it because I have like fear and reverence of the Lord. So like I'll do what he wants me to do. But like I don't know. It was never really something I like wanted to do because I was like, I probably like I'm not gonna like like it. But again, like if he wants me to do it, like I'll do it. 
And then again, just in the season of my life, seeing what ministry actually looks like. And it's just so much bigger than my brain thought it would be. But ministry just looks so much, ministry is so much broader than just the things that I thought it would look like growing up. And I don't think I ever really challenged that either until like now. It's just like, okay, yeah, like that's just what it looks like. And that's just not going to be my thing. But that's fine. Like if other people want to do like full-time ministry or like that's their thing, but it's just not mine. But I think like even now, a lot of times I feel shame because I'm doing ministry um, and like serving and just doing like, yeah, just like doing ministry in different areas. And I love it. I actually love doing it. And I think a lot of times I can feel shame because I'm like, well, then this isn't ministry because it's something I actually like doing. So like, it must not be ministry. So like, Lord, okay, like, take this all away, and I guess, like, just give me whatever, like, if you want me to do ministry, like, that's fine, take this all away, and I'll do it, not realizing that, like, no, I am doing it, like, no, this is ministry, like, this is literally ministry, and I think, I'm, like, I'm starting to realize that ministry is not just those things that I had thought it looked like as a child, but with that, I also do just want to say that ministry is not just all glamorous and all fun things and this just fun job where we don't really have a ton of responsibilities Um, we can just kind of chill out you know like let Jesus do his thing because when I think of ministry I think of it as worship and worship should cost us something and a lot of times when we think of cost we're thinking like money we're like okay well are you saying that I should have to pay to worship no that's not what I'm saying but worship should cost you something so that might look like your attention or your focus or your time like worship should cost you something when you worship you are fixing your attention and devotion onto him so yeah that might look like you having to give up your time or sometimes your money yes sure but when I think of ministry I think of it as worship like this is an act of worship to God and worship is not just singing songs or playing an instrument like worship is so many different things but that's a different topic that I can't get into today but I think that with ministry being an act of worship worship should cost you something and again that might be your comfort zone that might be old priorities that you had or old mindsets like it might be those things that you have to give up so no it's not all glamorous it's not like a super fun thing with no responsibilities like no it should cost you something it should be calling you higher like ministry no matter what capacity it's in whether you're going overseas or you are doing ministry through photography and videography like it should cost you something so as I'm acknowledging that ministry growing up was something that I did not think I was going to want to do and thought that it was something I was going to dread I also want to acknowledge that it's not the extreme opposite of that either where it's all fun and games that's like so silly Like, why did I think that ministry would be something that I wouldn't enjoy or wouldn't like to do? Like, if he's calling me to it, then, like, there can be joy there. And I'm not saying that, like, everything the Lord's going to call you to is going to be the best season of your life and it's going to be great. And I don't want to, like, say that. I don't want people to take that out of context. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I think there's definitely hardships that the Lord will use to teach us things and build resilience or build character or break things through and a lot of the times when that's happening and he's breaking through things it does not feel good so if we look at that and think well this doesn't feel good so this must not be from the lord then you're going to completely miss the work that he's trying to do in you because you're just saying well no no no, i'm going to avoid this because this can't be from him when he's like no lean into that because i'm changing things inside of you 
but I'm saying that like ministry, there can be joy in ministry. And it's not like I'm doing it just because, well, because I love God and I have reverence for him. So like, I'll do what he wants me to do. But like, no, it's so silly for me to think that why wouldn't there be joy in that? Like, why wouldn't there be joy in his calling? I think for me recently, there's just like different areas that I've stepped into, um, different areas of serving. And one for me recently has been like a creative team. And I absolutely love it. And I think it's so cool. And I think it's so awesome. And I'm having so much fun with it. And yes, there's definitely challenges with it. But like, I'm absolutely loving it. And I think it's so fun. And I absolutely love doing it. And I love getting my mind to go and being like, okay, like, what can this look like or whatever. And then seeing other people who do this like full time, like this is their job. And seeing the work that they put into this. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, y'all aren't just doing like the bare minimum. Like, y'all are really like, this is your full-time job and and it should be like you're not just doing this cookie cutter stuff and just like slapping photos on wherever like no like the attention to detail that y'all have and like just your creative mind like it is this is such a gift like this is ministry and I'm I say that because I think it's so easy for people to look at that and be like well that's not ministry like that's like too easy or that's like too fun so, like, that's not ministry because, like, you're not going overseas and, like, doing something that, like, costs you. And you're not, like, laying yourself down for, like, the kingdom. And you're not putting yourself in a place where, like, you could get, like, martyred for what you're doing. So, like, that's not ministry. And I think that, one, I think that's so wrong. I think that, yes, I have, like, the utmost reverence for people who go overseas and do, like, full-time missions. Like, I absolutely do. But I'm saying that, like, just because somebody's calling of ministry looks different than yours does not mean that it is not ministry and I think that like yes we shouldn't just do ministry that is comfortable and this is just like so fun and I'm just like an absolute master at this so like yeah obviously I'm gonna do it like no I don't think that we should just do things that we're comfortable with but I think each area of ministry has its own specific challenges and uncomfortabilities I don't even know if that's a word but like you understand what I'm saying I think, yes, going overseas and having to fundraise and literally not having like financial structure, like that is absolutely uncomfortable and you have to rely on God for that. But also don't count somebody out, say who does like photography or videography as their area of ministry. Don't say, oh, well, that's not ministry because there's challenges and uncomfortabilities that come with that as well. And it's it's different than yours. Yes, absolutely. But it's not all fun and it's not all easy like no each area has its own challenges as well because if it doesn't if your area of ministry is not challenging you at all then I would check if that is your area of ministry because I think that if I'm doing something that I can do out of my own strength and I don't need him to do it so he probably didn't call me to it because why would he call me away from him why would he call me into a place where I don't need to rely on him but like no he's calling me Wherever he calls me, whatever area he calls me to, he's with me in all things. So if you're doing something where you don't need to rely on him and you're not being challenged, then I would, yeah, say then like they're assessed. But also the longer that you're in something like, yes, you do develop more of a skill and a trait for that as well. So I'm not saying like, oh, once you get good at it, like, oh, switch up because you're probably not like in the right area. Like, no, like with anything like the more practice you get like the better you are going to get and that's great 
But again, I think that challenges will keep coming and, and there's always going to be something else. And that's okay. That That's good because we need him. And that's the way it should be. I think when I was looking at ministry as something that I wasn't going to be doing willingly, but out of obedience or obligation, I wasn't seeing the God I was serving in that ministry as the same God who also created joy and who created passion as well. Like, I think the Lord will put passions in our heart. Not I think, I know. Like, there's things that I'm passionate about in this season that, like, I wasn't before. And vice versa. There's things that I was passionate about in the past and now I'm not anymore. And it's okay because that served for that season, but not anymore. But anyway, I'm seeing ministry as like, okay, well, I'll do it because I'm going to be obedient, but not because I want to. But because I have like fear and love for God, I'll do it. But then it's like I only have a partial picture of him because I'm seeing God as like the God that I should have reverence for. Yes, but I'm not seeing him as the God of joy and the God of peace and the God of love. And I'm not seeing him for that as well. So I'm missing a whole piece of that. And he gives us joy for things that we're called to. So it's okay to love what you do. Like he created that. He created that opportunity for you. He creates beautiful things in beautiful opportunities. So I would say, and this isn't for everybody, but this is for the people who feel like they're not doing enough. And they're in an area of ministry and they're like, I don't know, I feel shame for even loving this because to me it's ministry has been painted out to look like something that I'm only doing out of obligation and I'm absolutely going to hate it. But like, I love God so much. Like I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. So like, I just kind of want to break the shame off of that, that like, it's okay to love what you do. And I know that's like a weird message, but I think that it's a very specific message for somebody who needs to hear it. And I know that I needed to hear it. Like, it's okay to be passionate about what you're doing. Like, that's a good thing. It's not like you have to run from that and be like, well, I actually like doing this. So this probably isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, no, recognize that he also gave you that joy as well. Yes, he gave you that call to ministry, but he gave you the joy for it as well. To go back to how my area of ministry is different than somebody else's. I think it's beautiful that he places different passions inside of us. So like my best friend, she's so passionate about being an overseas mission. And that's amazing. That is such a beautiful passion. But that's not mine. And that's okay because the things that I'm passionate about, she's not. And I think it's so beautiful that he places these different passions inside of us because he created us all so uniquely different. Like we're all created different. I mean, look around, like none of us are exactly the same. And there might be somebody that you, you know, relate to or you're more similar to, but we are all different. Like we are literally all different. So if we were all called to do the same ministry in the same way, then we're only saving the people who think the same way as us. But when we're like actually kingdom minded, I think we see that everybody has a place in the kingdom. So we need a variety of ministry to reach the varieties of people that he's created because that's what he has created. He hasn't created this one person, this one type of person. We are all so different and we need different areas to reach different people. So I think it's beautiful, again, that like we have different passions and like different calls. But I think I just want to say that for maybe the people who have judged somebody else or like that well they're not living a life of ministry because they're taking pictures for the church um and i'm over here and i'm preaching every single week and i'm doing this so clearly i'm doing ministry but that person over there who's doing um production they're not doing ministry because like that's kind of like a cool like the cool job like know that it's all ministry and it's all needed like it, it is all needed like yes we need people to be preaching 
But if everybody was only called to preach, then what about worship, which we're called to worship? And if everybody was called to worship and sing, who's inviting people over social media? Like, do you see what I'm saying? That like everything is needed for the body, not just one area of ministry. So I think I say that to say, don't like count somebody else out and like, don't say that they're not doing ministry because it's not what you thought it was going to look like. And I think I just, yeah, I just want to say that for the people who are like me and they're like, I don't know, this can't be ministry because I thought I was going to like hate it and I thought it was not going to be something I'm passionate about, but just out of like obligation or like obedience or like just out of reverence for the Lord. But I actually love this. So I'm like, well, this can't be it. I don't know. And maybe I'm just speaking to myself. Maybe I'm the only one who thinks that way and is like, Lord, are you sure? But I think that like sometimes I think sometimes we forget that like our God is the God who created joy and like our love for things or like or my excitement about making a silly little video on Instagram. Like he created that, too. Like I didn't that wasn't just like me on my own. Like, he put that in me. Like, he put that in me for a reason. He'll put things in you and, like, use those things. I don't think God is saying, like, only ever do things that you're good at. But I think that he is the one who has made me good at certain things. Like, he, the things I'm strong in are the things that I are unique to me. My unique passions or my my unique joy for things that other people don't have don't find as much joy in that like he's put that in me and like the things that he's built up in me like the strengths that he's put in me like he put them there and that is a strength put in them but somebody else might not have that let's think of like let's make it kind of I'll give you an example like let's think of public speaking some people love it and some people hate it right so if I think of somebody and I'm like that person, it, they they absolutely love public speaking. Well, the Lord might use that person and he's put that in them, that love for public speaking. He's put that in them. So maybe he's going to call them into a ministry of being a pastor where, you know, you're constantly public speaking. Or maybe somebody who's on a prayer team who obviously like you're going to be like publicly speaking over people. Like he'll use that thing, that thing that he's made you good at or that, that um, passion that he's put in you, like he's going to use that but he recognized that he's the one who put that in you. Think of even like kids ministry. Some people love kids. Some people don't like working with kids. So if you're not actually passionate about kids or like public speaking, if you're not like passionate about public speaking, then maybe that's not your area of ministry. Because he's put that in somebody else. Like he's definitely, other people love public speaking. They love kids. Like they're passionate about that. Because they're passionate about that, they should be in that area of ministry. And I don't say that to say like only, again, only do what you're good at. Only do the things that you're comfortable with doing. Like no, I think that sometimes he does call you to walk in the uncomfortable. But I think of like Moses. Moses did not, was not good at public speaking. Like, he did not want to. And the Lord called him to it anyway. But he didn't leave him there. He gave him a strength. And that strength was Aaron, who was good at public speaking. So although I'm saying, like, I don't think the Lord's always going to have you do what you're comfortable with, I do believe he's going to give you what you need for that. So whether that's a passion for that, he'll give that to you. Or whether that's, in, like, Moses' case, that was Aaron. That was somebody else, like, with him to do 
that's speaking like, I think he's going to give you what you need. And I think that you should be passionate about that, about what you do. And I just kind of want to be careful with that too, because I think there is a fine line. Like, I think sometimes the Lord will call us to things that we don't necessarily want to do and they're not like our first choice of doing them. But I think that if he calls you to it, he's going to give you what you need. Like, okay, I'll be super honest. I'm not a kid person. Most of y'all know this. I I just, I'm not a kid person. And I know most people are. A lot of people are. And that's great. Like, you're passionate about kids. I, however, I am not. So, if the church was hiring somebody to work with children, I'm probably not going to be your best fit because it's just not something I'm passionate about. So there should be somebody in that role that is passionate about those children. But on the other end of that, if there was a need and they're like, hey, we need you to serve in this. Like we don't have anybody. I'm not going to be like, well, I'm not passionate about that. So I'm not doing it. Like, no, like there's a need here. Let me stand in that. And the Lord's going to give me what I need for that. Whether that's grace or or patience, or a helper in the room, whatever it is, or maybe that is the passion for it. Like maybe once I step into that, like he's going to meet me with that passion. But I do believe that he is going to give me what I need to do the things he's called me to do. But I think that in the past I had looked at that, let's say take the kids ministry area, for example. And I thought, well, okay, well, I'm not a kid person. So like, the Lord's going to call me into like kid ministry and I'm just, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because like, I know he wants me to do it, but like, I'm not going to love it. Like, I'm not going to want to do that, but I'll do it because I want to be obedient to him. Not recognizing that like, if he's called me to it, he's going to sustain me in it and give me what I need for that as well. So anyway, those are just my thoughts tonight on ministry. I hope that made sense. Um, this wasn't like a well- super long thought out thing that I've been dwelling on for a while like this was literally right before I picked up the mic the Lord put this on my heart and I sort of started typing it so I don't know just felt like those were some things I needed to share and just give my perspective on and how I think about that I really hope that made sense I do hope this blessed you this was I don't know this episode just feels so weird to me I think just because I was not at all planning on this this was like very spontaneous so i'm like i don't know how well this is gonna land this might be good for everybody who listens this might only impact one or two people that's fine but i felt like i needed to share it so i did so if that if this helps you and this is encouraging to you or this helps you look at ministry in a new light that's absolutely awesome please do let me know um, whether that's in person over text whatever that looks like let me know um give me feedback again if there's anything that you do want to hear about and you're like I don't think people talk about this enough or I don't really like how this has been talked about and I'm curious to see what Michaela's got to say about it great leave the topic for me and I'll see what I could do I think that's really all I have for right now this is definitely gonna be a shorter episode but hey sometimes you just got to go off of the Lord's agenda so I'm just gonna roll with this and let him have his way but I love y'all so much I hope this blessed you um And I'll see you next week. Bye, y'all.